Alrighty, welcome everybody to episode 4 of Not For Thought. Glad you're here. It's uh, 11 a.m. where I am. I got some coffee, some some donuts, some marijuana, and we're going to talk about some psychedelic artwork today. But as per usual, I'm going to take a quick hit away before we get started here. You should do the same, unless you're not into that. In that case, get some water or whatever, man. Just get comfortable. Drop the lighter. Alright, let's get into it. So I found it pretty hard to find really good psychedelic artwork when I first started doing psychedelics. You know, I didn't know about a lot of artists that I do now. I've made artwork myself that I wish I would have. Eventually, I started to find out about more artwork and ways of finding really good psychedelic artwork. Because, you know, even myself, I've half-assed a lot of quote-unquote psychedelic artwork I wouldn't even necessarily call it that because what is psychedelic art uh, you know that can be like geometric shapes it can be abstract uh, you know like I feel like a lot goes into psychedelic artwork you know colorful shapey artwork I don't know there's a lot that could be considered psychedelic artwork but yeah so like I said I've made some artwork myself and um, I think in general, I've made some good artwork and I've made some pretty bad artwork as well. I know plenty of people that are really talented. I'm actually uh, not in art school, but I'm taking a minor that's art. So I, I have a bit of experience with creating artwork and I've seen plenty of other people create artwork in front of me, not necessarily specifically oriented towards psychedelic or geometric artwork or abstract artwork or anything like that but you know all artworks has to start somewhere so anyway back to my own artwork i've been trying to create decent artwork since like the end of high school you know because in high school i kind of just half-assed it I didn't really care that much. I wanted to make good artwork, but everything that I made was just really underwhelming and not what I wanted it to be, you know. I was the type of person that would have an image in their head and then couldn't put it onto paper, you know. And good artists can have that image in their head and then put it exactly how they see it in their head onto paper, or at least close. And somebody who I feel like does just an absolutely incredible job that is Alex Gray. If you haven't heard of Alex Gray, I'd be surprised, especially if you were on this podcast already. That'd be pretty crazy. But Alex Gray is just an outstanding artist. He sets the bar for what every psychedelic artist, spiritual artist, anything of that nature he sets the bar for what everybody should strive to be. I 
remember the first time that I looked at his artwork. I didn't even know that it was his, but I was on acid, and I was online. Just I think I just like looked up psychedelic artwork, and one of his uh, paintings came up, and I was just lost in this fucking painting. Even now, I can still remember it, how how it moved and the patterns of colors that I saw just shifting through, and then seeing it sober how much different it was but still so amazing you know but not moving because <laughs> i wasn't tripping but still um incredible anyways if you haven't seen any of his work i would highly recommend looking him up he actually has well i guess it's not his podcast um, but he's a part of it uh it's a youtube channel called cosm c-o-s-m and honestly i think that's what my podcast channel is kind of going for um i'm not just trying to copy them or anything i highly respect their work and i want mine to be separate from theirs but at the same time they're an extremely inspirational channel to draw from um especially being an artist being a psychonaut or at least being into psychonautics and uh, Alex Gray is just an incredibly intelligent person when it comes to psychedelics, wisdom, life. <laughs> the guy is just an endless pool of intelligence and wisdom and theories, and it's amazing. He's he's really great, and his wife is very similar. She's amazing. I love her artwork as well. The only thing that I have against her artwork is that there's not more of it. I feel like Alex Gray, you know, I'm constantly coming across artwork that I haven't seen by him before all the fucking time. But when it comes to Alison Gray, it's basically, I mean, that's not fair because I guess I should talk about her artwork. So she is what's called chaos order and secret writing at least those are three that i can remember right now there's probably more than that and she has just like countless different versions of these if you've ever heard of secret writing or not heard of it um this is going to be interesting i found this to be fascinating when i first heard of this since this isn't really my story to tell i'll just kind of sum it up briefly <clears throat> briefly so Allison Gray was on a DMT trip smoking DMT one time and she saw everything covered in this alien writing that you know there's no human language that this was but she was seeing it covering all surfaces and she ended up turning that into her artwork she ended up um combining that in with her artwork which i think is just insanely incredible that you can take something from a dmt trip and put it on a paper i think that's pretty tough to do in at all but anyways allison gray also very very intelligent person very wise extremely good at art and if you haven't seen any pictures of her secret writing or her chaos and order I would recommend looking it up because it's the artwork that I strive to create. I mean, they're 
they're both the greys are incredible artists and i feel like they would get way more credit if way more people did psychedelics i think everybody would realize that there's really nothing that compares to alex and allison gray's artwork i mean nobody can compare artwork to each other i feel like everybody has their own limits their own goals with artwork you know it's kind of weird to compare art in general but when you're talking about psychedelic artwork nothing tops theirs um yeah so i also thought i would talk about some ways of finding artwork outside of alex and allison gray or just like looking up on google i think pinterest in my opinion is one of the best apps and resources to find psychedelic artwork and really just artwork as a whole there's everything on there and i mean same with google but i feel like google frustrates me when i'm trying to find something very intricate and clear like i feel like everything that's posted on pinterest is usually very high quality too like it's never blurry it's it's always really easy to see and artwork is always really incredible and i think pinterest is just targeted more towards artists maybe that's just in my experience but i just don't think i can find artwork that i've found on pinterest anywhere else and i mean i could second go for every app you know i'm sure on instagram and facebook and google and all sorts of shit probably has its own uh aspect of art to it nonetheless pinterest and my experience has given me the most incredible artwork that um, I don't think you'll be disappointed in. So if you haven't yet, I would recommend downloading Pinterest and just looking up psychedelic artwork. Or not even just that. Like in my last, or in the second podcast, I talked about how I like anime. And I think, I think Pinterest has the best resource for finding anime artwork too i i've found so much on there of dragon ball and jutsutsu kaisen that i wouldn't have found anywhere else by just looking up on google if there's any kind of artwork at all that you're looking for i would start on pinterest before anything and if you can't really find anything on there i would maybe go to instagram i think instagram just reaches out to such a large portion of people and you could probably pretty easily find some really good local not local but just like very underrated artists that are trying to make it still and aren't very well known don't have a gallery or anything like that and are just trying to make art to to make money to get by you know so since i was talking about anime i'm sorry for anybody that's not into it, but i think i would I wanted to talk about uh, artwork in manga. I talked about this a lot on the podcast where I talked about fictional worlds and manga in there. But the artwork, and in comics too, comics goes for this too. The artwork is just, it's hard to even find the words to describe how talented some artists are. Some people are so good at just making consistently amazing artwork. 
if you've ever sat down and tried to draw a person and then draw that same looking person in like multiple different ways like facing different directions and doing different motions it is fucking hard especially if you've never done it before it takes hundreds and hundreds of drawings of doing that before you'll get good if you're not somebody that's just naturally talented at art because some people are some people are just naturally good with proportions and perspective and can just throw some lines onto a paper and they're absolutely perfect but then there's people like me who have to like draw it draw a line erase it draw it again erase it draw it again erase it draw it again erase it until it's finally good and other people can like do that in one try so that's where manga and comics come in i just find it so hard to produce even one small little section of good artwork of good quality sound perspective and quality line work that's so hard and overlooked i feel like with artwork in general i feel like people don't give credit to manga artists in general and comic book artists because that shit's hard and then you got to take one character and repeat the exact same facial features and stuff but in a different form like when it's when the character is moving you have to completely rearrange the features and still make it look the same as the same person and i think people just overlook that like crazy because that shit's hard it's hard just to make an act a figure like a, a manga or a comic book action figure just to make it look perspectively correct and to get enough detail in there to where it doesn't just look like an outline that can be extremely hard you know so anyways i was thinking i would talk about something kind of random here I was thinking I would talk about religious artwork. So I know a lot of people wouldn't consider religious artwork to be very trippy or psychedelic, but certain artwork in religion is, in my opinion, I guess. Maybe it's more of a spirituality than a psychedelic aspect to it. I'm not sure. But I spent my first semester of junior year of college studying uh, what was it it was basically history of art and i just had to like look at artwork made by old ass people and write about it i honestly kind of liked the class because it was pretty easy all i had to do was look at a piece of art and then write like a hundred words about it and then submit that and that was like the work for the week it was pretty easy and i like artwork so it was enjoyable but i if you've ever looked through older artwork of not even necessarily religious pieces they're strange like human figures are different in the face like they're much more rounded and it doesn't look quite as realistic as some artwork does today when you look at other artwork it can be really really eye-opening I guess you know like even 
in Christianity. I feel like that's what most of that class covered was, you know, Christianity-related art pieces. Or at least that's mainly what I remember. I know that it started, like, way back to cave drawings, which was kind of interesting to look at. Those were, like, the first artworks ever created were by, like, literal cavemen. And, yeah, that was pretty cool. <clears throat> but then, later on, we just kind of focused on religious artwork. And I found some of it to be pretty fascinating. I can't remember. I think, I think it was Albrecht Durer. If you look up his artwork, I believe he was a religious artist. Religious artist. And... He made some really, really good pieces. He pops up a lot, honestly, for somebody that I wouldn't expect to get much recognition anymore. I hear quite a bit about him in the art community because his artwork was so intricate and so fucking detailed. I mean, just packed with figures and people and objects. And yeah, I think there was a lot of religious artwork that he had but I would recommend looking him up Albrecht Durer A-L-B-R-E-C-H-T Durer <laughs> hopefully I spelled that right I'm sure you guys will get there if you really are curious he is a pretty big artist even though he's long gone um, anyways rest in peace man yeah, so religious artwork, um, what else could I talk about that? Well, I guess I could talk about Hinduism. Hinduism, holy shit, has some incredible artwork. And not even just artwork, like the sculptures, the dresses, and the just the whole culture that surrounds Hinduism fascinates me. And, oh, the same goes for Buddhism as well. But... When I think of artwork with religion, I feel like Hinduism is something that quickly comes to mind. Because, like, right now, I'm looking at my wall, and my wall is packed. All of my walls, even my ceiling, has tapestries and posters and shit just covered everywhere on my walls. I'm in a studio apartment, so it's kind of expected. <laughs> but anyways, I have one, two, three, four art pieces of Hindu gods, I think three of Shiva, and I don't know, oh, actually, I think that one is Buddha, uh, oops, um, anyways, but I have a tapestry of Shiva, I have a drawing of Shiva, I also have another picture of Shiva, if you can't tell, I really like Shiva. I hope I'm saying his name right, but this one time I was in a... It was called Nepal Tibetan Imports in Fort Collins in Colorado. It's honestly a really cool store if you're into anything Hinduism related. I just find Hinduism to be fascinating. Maybe that's just me, but... Oh, I see this podcast is going to like turn into Hinduism. No, no, no. <laughs> um, yeah, the... The artwork, though, that I have on my wall is actually from that store, and I would highly recommend going there and just looking at some of the artwork and 
the sculptures and the statues it's really intricate and things that i couldn't even imagine creating i mean that's kind of just the human culture in general is just i, I don't know i find everything to be fascinating even this podcast maybe i just underestimate myself but i didn't think i would even be able to do this and i can do this and i just i don't know i'm rambling i just find it to be interesting that humans have created so much from nothing when we used to be cavemen who would you know just kind of mercilessly fight each other and well i'm probably i could be wrong on that <laughs> but i feel like we were probably pretty mean to each other way back then right you know when humans kind of first came around i feel like men were probably very territorial and not very friendly maybe i'm wrong i don't know anyways i'm hella rambling back to artwork in hinduism hinduism just has incredibly colorful and well-made artwork you know i watched this documentary on philosophy and it actually covered hinduism as a whole and one part i saw this uh festival shit sorry i just lost my train of thought i saw this festival in this documentary and it was just incredible i mean fuck i keep saying incredible i'm sorry <laughs> i noticed that a lot of times i repeat so many fucking words on these podcasts where i'll just be like oh dude it's so incredible oh my gosh it's incredible it's incredible all right anyways <laughs> so this festival it's just looks like human culture at its finest like people just look so happy everybody looks so lively it was so colorful so many different dresses and i don't know it's just interesting look at how detailed clothing in hinduism is if you ever get the chance to look up the this still holy fuck this documentary on philosophy i think it was on youtube it yeah sorry if you're not into hinduism as a religion or at all i'm not necessarily trying to like put religious views out there i guess but i don't necessarily consider myself to be a hindu for a lot of reasons but mainly because i just kind of like to learn about it rather than necessarily follow the religion itself i guess and i do the same thing with buddhism you know like i've read a lot about buddhism i've watched documentaries about buddhism and i wouldn't consider myself a buddhist because i think that that takes a lot more work than what i do not to mention i find hinduism and really all religion to have fascinating aspects to it um, but Hinduism and Buddhism, I find myself closest to, if that makes sense. But I'm thinking I'm going to call this good here. I know I rambled on a bit, but that was kind of the idea. I'm surprised I haven't done that more, honestly. Yeah, thanks for listening. This has been Not For Thought, episode four. Smoke some weed, and have a nice day.